Manila, how did you like this ball? Ooh, honey, there was a little fake out, but we did get three runway looks. This was a, a, a sick, a la sickening, le sickening, le sickening ball. Le, le sickening. Le yeah. sickening, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we're making up words that don't even sound French, but that's okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Girl. M. Oh. M. Mom. Manila. The trees growing out. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Giving everything you got. Trying to make it to the top. Never ever gonna stop. Even if you get the chop, chop, chop. Chop. Don't be a bitter, bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the Chop with Latrice and Manila. <laughs> Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Now, it is episode three of Drag Race France, and we have a big runway of looks. So, um, no, we are going to need some help. So let's welcome back our official CHOP correspondent from France to help. It's Leo. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello, Leo. Thank you so much for being our correspondent out there in France. My pleasure. Leo, we have, um, we have a lot of references that we need your help because the runways, this ball, it's a French ball. Yeah. So uh, all I know is French toast. Um, <laughs> French fries. French, French fries. Yeah. And well, you guys. That, and that you one guys Patty should see my song. notes. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Because we're gonna. You need... guys should see my notes because I got I got a lot of notes for this episode, a lot of references. So I came prepared. Don't worry. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Good. That's Fears. what we need. That's what okay. we need. Okay. Sickening. At least someone took notes because, um, girl, <laughs> I felt like it's like a, it was like a test. I was trying to look at the looks. I was trying to read the subtitles. <laughs> yeah. It's the midterm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh la la. Oh my God. But we get into this episode. There's a mini challenge and in groups of two, to make a tutorial on how to make a baguette. Um, yes. Now, I always imagine everyone in France carrying around a shopping bag with a fresh baked baguette in it. Is this true, Leo? <laughs> Does everyone in France just always have a baguette, like, at their disposal to eat? It's not completely true. It's not completely false. Let's just ah. say that we are big baguette consumers. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> obvious. Mm -hmm. um, and all, you know, all the senses. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, like you want, like it's a cliche. It's low-key cliche, low-key true. You know, we consume a lot of baguette, but you won't find the, like, people with the beret and like the baguette under their arm and everything. Okay, okay, okay. Well, um, I'm sure that all of these drag queens um, consume baguettes or things that rhyme with baguettes. <laughs> 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 okay, so this was cute. This is a cute mini challenge because it's like that whole like, um, you know, like the, the other person is behind them and they're having their hands between their arms and like they don't know what they're doing. Um... <laughs> 
Did you have any favorites, Latrice? It was it was hard. They were all kind of good, right? They were all kind of funny. Like anytime you do something like a blind challenge with someone is controlling the hands and <laughs> it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny. Um, Leo, do have you ever made a baguette from scratch? No, never. No, no it's too okay. it's too difficult. I'll let yeah, that to the bakers and, and everyone. Okay. Cause I, I didn't I have no idea like if they were doing it right. I know that they were trying to put salts and yeast. I don't know what they were trying to do. All I know is that it looked like a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Le- Leo, which one who was your favorite? Um, I'm torn. Actually, like my I would say my least favorite were the ones that won. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh yeah. I mean, not the, everyone was great, but I like uh, preferred maybe I don't know. Like I thought Paloma was great, uh, imitating like this south southern girl from France from the French Riviera. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was very cliche, very funny. Like we like to make fun of them a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they have a, a thick accent. So Paloma was great, and also Stoa de Muse and uh, La Big Bertha were also very good. I, I thought. I really love La Grande Dame and Lolita Banana. I, I thought it was great because, like, La Grande Dame's arms are so <laughs> long that it just really, she really did look like, and then Lolita Banana is so tiny, so she really did look like the puppet. What's that puppet's name from the Muppets, the, the chef? Oh, uh, and his name is Chef. Is, is it in, yeah, his name is Chef. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> um. They really did look like like when she was try- when they put the hairnet over her head and then they like had the rubber tits. That I thought that was funny. And yeah, yeah. Leo, I have to say our mini challenge winners, Ellipse and La Brioche, were kind of my least favorite because it just seemed like they were actually like they actually did the best job at explaining how they were they were gonna make a baguette, which yeah. in my opinion was like is like the opposite of what you want to do in a in a challenge like this. I mean, I guess it was funny to uh, the production and everyone because she was, uh, La Brioche was impersonating someone called Christine Boutin and she named her Christine Boudin. And Christine Boutin is a um, very conservative politician. She's against like everything that's right. Like she's against gay marriage, she's against abortion, she's against like everything. And so like she was kind of making fun of her, um, talking about like uh, the making it, it like it was a show named like cooking uh, in the family. Uh, and that was a reference to Christine Boutin being part of a protest that were like um, against gay marriage and like uh, gay people uh, being able to like procreate uh, via, um, I don't know how you call that, that guy's like uh, surrogates. Oh. And so like she was part of that movement uh, and so they were kind of making fun of that movement too. So I guess it was funny to production and it was funny a little bit because of that. But I guess the other queens were maybe a little, maybe dirtier, maybe, you know, out of the box. Okay. A little. Yes. Um, now, do the winners, Ellipse and La Brioche, do they get to have any advantage we'll find out let's find out after this break we're back 
All right, we have a mini challenge winner of Ellipse and La Brioche, and um, they win a million francs. No. <laughs> they win 15 seconds, and <laughs> they win time. Latrice, I mean, time ever... is money. Time, time is, money. is money. But how much, is, how much does is. the conversion rate for 15 seconds translate into time or into uh, money? For me? For you, 15 seconds. Like, how, how many thousands of dollars is 15 seconds to you, Latrice? Um, like, literally, it's about 10 grand. 10 yeah. grand. Yeah. Yeah. Is that euros or or is is that uh USD or is that francs? It's it's USD. Um wow. yeah, for sure. And you know, it's like if you can get me for 15 seconds, bitch, consider yourself rich because girl, that's yeah. valuable. It is, and I have to say, to be honest, like when you go to DragCon and you go to Latrice's booth and you stand in line <laughs> for an hour. To buy, her, to buy her, to buy her, to buy her T-shirt, and then you get to meet her. I, I think, I think that you get more than fifteen seconds. You do. You, uh, you actually, you actually do. You actually saving money by going to, mm. to uh, Latrice Royale meet and greet, and buying the shirt. Like you, get... oh, and you get to leave with the shirt because if you just pay for fifteen <laughs> seconds, you're out ten grand. Like there's, there's no photo, there's it's, no selfie, yeah. there's no it's like commemorative cheaper merchandise. To buy the shirt, yeah, it's cheaper to buy the shirt and you get a meet and greet. It's, it's... Yes, then just. I'm feeling last... like a, I'm feeling like a billionaire over there because I get to see you guys for one hour every week. <laughs> you, are, you are, you better, you, Leo, you better do your taxes. I don't know what the tax structure out in, uh, in France is, but I'm pretty sure that um, you might want to like claim that on your taxes because we don't want um. Uncle, who is, what's the equivalent who's of Uncle the, Sam? Who's Uncle Sam? <laughs> maybe la, la Marianne. 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 Like you our, don't want Marianne coming yeah. after you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Noted. Noted. Okay. Okay. So we have our main maxi challenge and Latrice. It's one of our favorites. It's the ball. You know, I love a ball, darling. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we do get a fake out though, because Nikki Nikki Doll tells us our categories. Our French category is Ma France à moi, which is my my, my own friends, my, my own friends. Okay. Um, and the second category is French cliches, which okay. I, oh, she said French cliches, and they didn't use subtitles, so I'm assuming that French cliche is already in French. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it is a French word. Cliché is a French word? Yeah, yeah, we use that like, uh, well, we wouldn't say French cliché, we say le cliché français, but it's like the same. It's the same, the same. uh So all the girls are like, yay, we brought those two looks. And then Licky Doll decided that she was going to leave. And all the girls were like, wait a minute. And then, of course, like all the girls are like, but but teacher, but teacher, or (laughs) they have a pop quiz. (laughs) Like... What? You're asking for it. You're asking for a third look. <laughs> now I'm masochistic. If I, you ask me, yeah, I I assume that most of these queens have watched um a season of RuPaul's Drag Race before, or like another iteration of Drag Race, because they all knew that the ball comes with three looks, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So what what is our 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 third look? Is a design challenge. Design challenge. They have to yeah. do this for themselves. It's like a, a summertime 
look worthy enough to walk down the runway at the Cannes <laughs> Film Festival. Okay. Yeah. Oh. okay. Uh, Leo, have you ever been to the Cannes Film Festival? Um, no. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> Latrice, have you been to the Cannes Film Festival? Virtually. Virtually? It was, it was during oh. the pandemic when I was a part of it. Oh, yeah. You would have called them up and you would have asked them to. Hey, no, I, did, not... I did a virtual a talk, an interview. Yeah, I did. So I'm oh. here, but I was it, you, were, a lot. you were sitting down. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Well, um, okay, so fears. So you know what it's like to wear um your red carpet look at the film camp. Oh I, yeah. I mean on Zoom at least. On Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so our mini challenge winners, Ellipse and Librioche, they get 15 extra seconds to snatch up as many of these, like, summer umbrellas, pool floaties, and whatever in in this big pile that the pit crew brings out, right? A design challenge. Design challenge. Latrice, have you yeah. ever made an outfit out of a pool floaty before? <laughs> Not out of a pool floaty, no. I've had headpieces made out of pool floaties. Oh, oh really? Like a big yeah. giant, like a <laughs> like, um, yeah. A friend of mine made me this huge, like, sea octopus thing headdress out of pool floaties. Yeah. Oh, that's and, so cool. And mm-hmm. and Christmas ornaments and Macy's. Yeah. Turn. Okay. <laughs> now, now, at the end of the performance, do you like open a little plug and deflate it and then put it back in your suitcase, or is it like? <laughs> No, it was the no, it wasn't like the blow up inflatable pool. It was those sponges, you know, the like mm. little holes. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? The, the, the little like those tubies. Tubey those, things. Those, yes. Oh, okay, okay. The mm. pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Those, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. Yeah, those for some reason, those always come in handy. Like I have, I think, one of those in my closet just because Just around. Just because you, you never know. know. What do you need it for when you're making something in drag? Exactly. <laughs> also, I'm a hoarder, and it's, your, and it's also next to a stack of Time magazines from 1974. <laughs> so... <laughs> These are the things. These could come in handy. You don't know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> if uh, if Nikki Doll is going to come and tell me that I need to make a gown to wear to the Confin Festival. All right. So, okay, so... um, Before... Anyone is like even able to kind of get their ideas out of their brains, like everyone um, gets their pool floaties or whatever. Um, we have a distraction because they bring in uh, Kitty to, you know, watch the girls do their runway walks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kitty, Kitty's from the ballroom scene. He gives a little, like, you know, history lesson of, like, how he learned it from, like, the, the gay scene, the queer scene here in, uh, in New York City. Um, he gives his accolades to the trans community that, you know, Mm. basically started the balls and, you know, made it popular. Um, and Latrice, I just want to let you know that I am so into voguing right now. He did not just go there. <laughs> <laughs> he did not just go there. <laughs> yeah, are you um, are you so into voguing right now? I'm so into voguing right now. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, um, so I, we just watched on All Stars winter season, Naomi Campbell, like, critique, critique the girls on their runway walks. Um, have you ever had, like, a critique, Latrice, about how to runway walk? No, because my walk is fierce. Oh, she's giving yeah. lessons. She doesn't um, have to. Baby, it I'm is. The, I'm the standard. The, yeah, the gold are. standard, <laughs> the platinum diamond standard, darling. Yeah. How about you, Leo? Have you ever done a runway walk um, on a runway before? No, and I should get lessons because, baby, like me in heels is just like you know, like Bambi, like with the shaky legs and everything. Oh, <laughs> that's me. With like, oh. if I'm like, I don't know, like two inches off the ground. It's not, it's not going well for me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that we have you here um, on the CHOP podcast to to place judgment on these drag queens who yeah. are wearing, you know, 10-inch stilettos every episode. Yeah. Like, so, um... It was very fitting for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this. It was, it was nice because I think that... I think that uh, the whole purpose of this was basically just be like, okay, look. We know all the quality of the drag that the contestants give on this season already. Mm-hmm. And we know that whatever quality mm-hmm. of drag they're going to make out of these uh, pool floaties <laughs> is not going to be up to the standard <laughs> that we have now, it just in just two episodes, have come to expect. Right? Oh, so, yeah. it was, so it's kind of nice to see um, Kitty being like, okay, look. If the garment looks like it's going to fall apart and your hemlines are fucked, here's at least make sure you can walk down a runway like a Parisian fashion model, right? At least. Mm. At, at least. least. Have, have you ever had, Latrice, have you ever had to like serve a look that just was not the look? Girl, you know <laughs> I have several times. <laughs> <laughs> Was it in a? Was it in a? I mean, I, I remember. I remember you. You served. You served a fucking fierce boat. Like you, they made you dress up like a boat. But do you know the drama I had to go through with that boat? Like my boat was the same size as everybody else's, and I didn't fit in my boat. So they had to take my boat and <laughs> make it a double wide and add some panels to it. But. <laughs> But in the end, we made it work. But we made it work. I mean, the, I mean, I don't. I can only imagine like how hard it is to walk around. I was a like, goddamn bitch. Boat. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't fit in this thing. Bitch, look at me. Oh my goodness, Jimmy barely fit. They're Poor giving thing. you a canoe when you need like a, a like a 90, 90 foot yacht, right? <laughs> At least if it was a pontoon boat, it's big, big, wide, and flat. You know what I mean? I can like. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I like this. this. Is this is like one of the highlights? I really enjoyed watching Kitty come in and interact with the girls. Um, and I think this is like the first. This is like the kind of the first time where I actually kind of saw the personality of Kitty's runway tutorials, right? Yeah, and I think it was great for him, like, to uh, really talk about the ballroom scene because it's not really well known in France so to have him explain it on the show and to like a wider audience is always good that's true yeah because us us drag queens we 
we kind of know the references. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are watching the show for the first time and might not understand. Yeah. But, the general public is not aware all like about that. Well, well, just know the House of Revlon put Paris on the map for the ballroom scene dwelling. They made the top three in Legendary, honey. Yeah. So mm. They did turn. Uh-huh. So we do know that it's there. I actually have an anecdote linked to the House of Revlon about the song they lip sync to. So more on that later. Boom. Boom. Okay. Boom. Okay. Let's take a break and then we'll get into this ball, the, baby. The ball. We're back, and it is ball time. I mean, we have looks to get through and a lot of them. So, getting into this ball, first category is my own friend. Up first is Paloma. Girl, when I tell you, Paloma blew my mind when she She's walked out. Stunning. She's stunning. stunning. So yeah. she has this like, well, first of all, like the, the standout thing is that she's got this platter of cheese and wine and grapes as like a hat headdress. It's just so amazing with her red curly hair and like tendrils coming down and this beautiful like chartreuse. I, I don't even know what the reference is, but it's very regal and she looks like she's going to yeah. go on a picnic and just... Drink, get drunk on wine and eat wine cheese. and cheese. Yes, it's a cheese yeah. wine festival. Well, the reference actually, like, she's from this region um, that is called Auvergne, and so this is like she explained it on the runway. Uh, this is where all the huge smelly cheese come from, and um, and so it's a reference to that, obviously. But also, her wearing green could be a reference to the fact that. Auvergne has uh, is known for its volcanic fields, um, which is like basically long green mountainous areas. So I think like the green and her mixing the green with like the the cheese was uh, making more reference to where she's from, her region. Fabulous. Our next queen is Lolita Banana. I I'm love loving this her. Look. I'm loving her so much. Yeah. So she comes out with this little red beret and she's wearing this, you know, like really tight, skin tight, black, you know, uh, turtleneck. She's, it's very French looking. But over it all is like this chain um, net dress with these little tiny locks all over it. Um. Is this is this like because I know like that bridge? There's there's like little bridges. Yeah, I got a reference. Yay! Get a legendary legend star. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I've seen this. I've been to Paris and I've been to like a couple bridges, and it looked Mm -hmm. like someone like there's like a guy that's selling locks like outside the bridge. (laughs) Yeah, buy this lock. (laughs) What what is the significance of why are people putting locks on? On the on the fences of these bridges, 
Well, it's actually something that uh, came up in the late 2000s. People started doing that to symbolize like their love. They wanted to like, mm, because like, in. yeah, for uh, Paris, city of love, city of, of lights. And so like they did that to lock their love and, you know, leave a, a mark. Mm-hmm. And so oh. actually they, they started removing those because like people, you know, they saw the trend and they started doing it more and more and more and so they had to remove them in 2015 because the bridge so the famous bridge that the main bridge was le pont des arts and it started weighing 54 tons so like this thing was about to collapse and they had to remove them so oh my <laughs> word wow so they, they, they couldn't do it anymore but like i i know that there are some other bridges in paris where people keep on doing it but i think like they uh, the the um, city of Paris is trying to remove them as much as they could so that they don't get an accident on their hands. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna put it right out. Those locks. I don't. I don't care how many tourists put a lot of those locks on it. I can't make the bridge that extra heavy. Can it? I think, I think. I think. I think it's just like the French being like, "Ooh la la! This does not go with our aesthetic. <laughs> like, <laughs> take it down." No. So I mean. Rudis. Or they're just like, we run out of space on the on the bridge, so let's take these locks down and then let's resell them to people so that they can put them back up. <laughs> that part. They, they actually turned it into a, an art piece that was um, that was put in front of the um, pa- uh, Palais Royal. Uh, so like, yeah, they, they, they did not completely destroy it. They used it in 2020 to make an art piece. But I believe the version that it was about to make the bridge collapse, because if you see the bridge, it's not it's not a huge bridge. Like it's this little um, metal and um, wood bridge. So, you know, I believe the story they, they went with. Oh, OK, OK. All right. Fine. You, you're out there in France, Leo. You're our correspondent. So you probably have better idea than I think. I think it's just like people were just like, the French were just like, these motherfucking tourists, <laughs> these American tourists, these loud, annoying American tourists with their daily showers and their and their bad English, um, want to uh, like Not vandalize the our bridges. <laughs> <laughs> want to fuck up our bridges. Okay. Oh my God. All right. Up next, we have La Grande Dame. Okay, can okay. We just have a moment for the drama of this. Uh, Girl, this was a theatrical moment right here. Um, Amazing. Amazing. So she is in this, like, huge... I don't even know how it's structuring, like, how it's even held up, because I don't see any... Like, it's this sheer black fabric that it's just huge it takes up the entire stage it's tall i don't know how it's levitating i don't see any kind of structure that's holding it up so i don't know how i don't know how this defies gravity and then she has like this giant smokestack on her head what is what no (laughs) it's called it's called like a coif bigouden um so it's a coif uh, obviously, and um, it's one of the emblems of uh, Bretagne, uh, Brittany. Uh, it's where sh- her family is from, and it's usually worn with traditional costumes. So this is not a traditional costume, but she incorporated that element. Oh. And it's usually like thirty to forty centimeters high. This is not thirty to forty centimeters. This is like 
to, to you, uh, it's 11 and 2, 2 15 inches. Oh, thank this you is for the like conversion. Thank you. Yeah, I did my research. <laughs> <laughs> Google, how many how many inches is this? <laughs> yeah, it, it's way way higher than it usually is. And so, little history uh, about those quaff is um, they started war, uh, wearing it in the 17th century because there was an uprising in Brittany because Louis XIV, Louis XIV was raising the taxes, and so uh, they started protesting, Louis XIV wanted, broke the, um, uh, the bell towers so they could not ring the bell towers to bring more people to re uh, protest. Mm -hmm. And so in support of the people who were protesting, the women started wearing this Bigouden coif, which is a reference to the bell towers. Oh, uh, wow. Well, see, this was, baby. Like she knows her references. She said her her one of her grandparents is from Brittany. Yeah. Um. Uh. I have a friend whose grandmother is from Brittany, and she has a very thick accent. And I used to when I first started doing drag, I would sneak out of my parents' house and would go to my friend's house because to her my her my friend's grandma's house, and I would get ready in there. And she would always tell me in my baby drag days how pretty I was with her thick Brittany accent. Yes. Yeah. Um, this was, this was kind of amazing because like, first of all, she's taller than the door. So she had right. to like, she had to like slowly sink and then duck walk underneath the, <laughs> the door frame yeah. so that she could get out onto the runway. And then she just modeled the fuck out of it. Like she do. La Grande Dame is just stunning. Eating she's it. A, she's a fashion plate. She is. She yeah. Is, yes. Yeah. Whack. Okay. Um, then is Ellipse. She is wearing a black coat, but the inside is lined with the pride flag. The yeah, and the inclusivity flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there is sh the top of her outfit is like yellow and has got a little black circle. I don't know what the black circle is. Am, am I? Am I supposed to know that? Do we know what that black circle is on her? On her chest? Yeah. Somebody told me the other day and I don't remember. Oh, well, there it is. There you got it. <laughs> All right, you got it. Know what the black circle is. But. 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 It's not French. It's not a French reference. Just to just so you know, it's used. Uh, it's a circle. It's a circle, They, yeah. they don't got circles <laughs> in France? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. It's only squares. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love this look. I think it was I do. Like, it's, it's, it's a different take uh, than what we normally see, um, which is good because I I can only see so many rainbow outfits that <laughs> look like they're from the same collection, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I, I find it like every pride, it's just like I'm always just cringing because I'm always Ooh, like, ugh, how like, am I going to no. make this rainbow dress look but elevated. not rainbow, yeah. No, yeah, not look like I bought it from Amazon, bitch. <laughs> or Morgan Wells, I'm just going to just say <laughs> But, I, yeah. I like that it's the lining of the coat. I think that it's mm. really pretty. I know that, like, it, when she came out with the black, you know, choir robe, she looked very chic with her mm -hmm. makeup and her hair. Mm -hmm. And then when she opened it up and then she revealed that it, like, she had pants 
which had the trans flag and included the black and brown stripes as well. I, I thought this was really pretty. It looked like a lot of work went into it. Mm-hmm. And thought. Yeah. It was well thought out, so... And really well constructed because, like, you know, you know when you see people like sew fabrics, like make their own fabrics, and sometimes it looks like it's puckered. This just looks yeah. really well made. Yeah, it is. Really okay. Is. And you know yeah. they must have they must have gay people in <laughs> France, right? Yeah. Not a lot. Not a lot. lot. Not a lot. No, you don't well, think so? No. In her, in her France, yes. Yeah, in her gay. France, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. The message was great. The message was great. Um, like her warning uh, friends to be more queer and inclusive. And because judging from that last presidential and le- legislative election, maybe it's not going that way. So it was actually a great message, I think. Um, I would have wished for her like to have a more personal pr- approach, like what is her own friends, like where mm-hmm. she's from and everything. But mm-hmm. it, it was still great. Yeah. She she comes from the land of the gay, honey. That's all. Like, that's <laughs> what I got. Like so, that's universal. I feel like I think that the fact that she made that statement with her thing and looked yeah. so good in that in a rainbow, which which traditionally doesn't always work well. I thought she was fantastic, and I love the pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up next, La Brioche. Mm. This was a pretty oh, she's look. cute. Yeah, this she looks cute. cute. No, I'm yeah. assuming this is some kind of like traditional yeah. look. It's the tr- traditional outfit from Charente Maritime, which is up uh, way up north. Um, and the, the draping, notably, like what she has on her to- um, bust. I don't know if you say I say saying that right. Yeah, it's, it's like very... it like crosses over, kind of like yeah. hangs off the shoulders a little bit mm-hmm. for this like blue That's and very... white number. That's very reminiscent of the traditional outfits. And she also has like the oyster. Um, I don't know if you, we can see it, but there is there was an oyster and uh, Charente Maritime, uh, her region is very well known for its oyster production. Ah, okay. Yeah, because she has like the little pendant. Very, yeah. very reminiscent of Ursula, I think. Little seashell <laughs> yeah. with like little pearls in it. Um, That's true. Necklace. But what about this like fan headpiece that she has? This blue and white fan headpiece and is that a traditional thing or did she, is this added no that, that's a, that's part of the traditional like they don't always like it's not always the same color but it's yeah it's oh it's part of the traditional outfit see the french th- this is a traditional french outfit and it's like just so big and over the top and draggy i live it's so good so but good. mind you, it was supposed to be like her outfit was supposed to be a little, a little bit more extra and draggy because um, the designer who made that, who is a queen named Kitty Space, who I know personally, oh. she told me that actually uh, it was supposed to be way higher and go way above her shoulder, like the 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 white thing we were talking about. It was like supposed to be a little higher, go above her shoulder, and give her like more shape towards the, oh, the shoulder it. area. Oh, so she wore it wrong. Yeah. I do that all the time with some dresses. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this designer? Where, where am I supposed to put my... Women's clothes sometimes are so confusing they should come with instructions how to get it. Have you ever had well, one of those like, outfits where you like, where oh does God. my arm go what through? Do my, how do I well, get in there? Yeah. Kitty told me she gave her instruction, actually, so... I don't know, oh. maybe something went wrong before the runway, but Kitty told me she, she had put in, instructions on how to wear the outfit. Maybe they were in English. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it needs to be like the IKEA, like where it's got like just just diagrams and yeah. just pictures. <laughs> How to get yourself into this? That is hilarious. Uh, now we have so the Ooh, I love this. Okay, so she has this like um, colorful plaid skirt. This flouncy, yeah. lacy um, top with these like amazing sleeves, a little off the shoulder moment. And then mm-hmm. this like girl, Latrice, when I saw this, I was like, Latrice would love this like Maybe. turban. That this, turban like, moment. Giant yeah. turban made with I the know. same fabrics. As usual with Soa de Muse, making reference to where she's from, Martinique, from like the French West Indies. And this is her take on the traditional outfit. Uh, so yeah. like this uh, plaid plaid um, fabric that you were talking about is actually called Madras. It comes from India and like since, since it's the French West Indies. So it mm. was like, it's there. They use it a lot. Also the women, so it's usually worn as a dress, the, the traditional outfits. It's a dress with Madras uh, fabric, the headpiece, the turban, which is called Maretet. And, uh, you know, they have this flowy, um, like, white lace, uh, broadery um, top. So, like, it was her take on that beautiful outfit. I love oh, it. Love it. It was really, it's really pretty. And, like, you can tell, like, you know, she has a lot of, like, she has, like, a lot of, like, pride in representing mm-hmm. where she's from. Yeah. Um. Yes, so it amuse. Live. Uh, it looks comfortable, and I love this turban. Latrice, when I saw it, I was like, Baby, oh, "Yeah, you know that's my my Jewish." And I'm <laughs> I love a turban moment. Right? You would you would look amazing in a traditional French West Indies outfit. Latrice, I right? I feel would. it. I feel yeah. it. This is the vibe for real. I could totally rock this. Yes, yeah. darling. Um, next up is Cam Hugh in this, um, really she's a raven? Sophist- she's like a, uh, a pigeon. A pigeon. pigeon. Yes, yeah. you know, you ever go to the, you ever go to Paris, Baby. there's pigeons everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Girl. I have Big never, in French, in I have never seen general. a pigeon look so damn expensive <laughs> oh, and I tell you, right? Like... <laughs> When they said that they said her reference was a pigeon, I was like, "Oh, it, okay. Well, of course the French pigeons are going to be well dressed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not like the New York City flying rats, <laughs> right? That's the difference. Uh, beautiful I mean. use of these gray feathers to make these gorgeous like cape sleevettes, capette sleeves. She has um, like little." tuxedo tails made with feathers too she comes up with a cane this hair is correct sculptural but mm, weightless baby. i don't know how she packs this hair without crushing it or damaging it it, it must be like spray glued completely hard because like <laughs> it looks like you remember the flock of seagulls the band <laughs> it's like a flock of seagulls haircut <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, her boyfriend's actually made the wig. Her boyfriend made made the wig, so I'm guessing he gave her tips to bag them well. 
I see. Yeah, I saw Lucky that. her. Is that is that in her Instagram? She every every uh, picture she's got like like so an extra person wearing the same outfit. Yeah, wearing a. Well, that's her. That's her boyfriend. He does drag too, and he also oh. makes wigs for a lot of. Uh, oh. Yeah, there's like a Ooh. there's like a full collection on her Instagram. Okay. So go check there it you out. There you go, Cam Hugh. This was amazing, and I really really like the little tiny little like souvenir Eiffel Tower on the top. Just to like be like yes, and you know we're perched here at the Eiffel Tower, like just so you know that she's French. Yeah, and not to confuse her with none of the New York City flying rats. (laughs) 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 And after she left the stage, they had to clean up the whole thing because she left pigeon shit everywhere. Shit all over the place, baby, all over the runway. (laughs) Made it look like Paris. Yeah. (laughs) Up um, next, La Big Bertha. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So, you know, this is what I'll be like waiting for and stuff because, like, this bitch, <laughs> <laughs> this bitch takes it all the way there. Like, yeah. we got full on water squirting out Girl. of her fucking ship. As like the hair does define gravity with a whole ship in it. It but, is oh. amazing. It's like your Marie Antoinette. It, it's I, yeah. I see. It's like referencing Moschino's yeah, yeah. Um, collection where he, where he did a bunch of like Marie Antoinette vibes because it's like a modern take because it looks like it's made with denim, which I think is a mm-hmm. great, which is really cool. Yeah, it's like it was. You, not using your traditional like you know silky beautiful brocade you know fabrics that are time you know like accurate you know, like historically accurate but to make it a little more modern which i love mm. because it's so fun and the fact that she had water coming out like the goddamn fountain at versailles <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe this. Like, how do you, I, I know. How do you, how do you have like a fucking like water pump attached to your goddamn, like, where was she holding the water? Were they under her pantaloons? Like, this the engineering for me. I don't know how this was done, but it was really. She she actually showed it on her Instagram. It looked crazy, and it was like she said it was like forty kilos, so like eighty eight pounds. Like how do you water weight? You know how wa- water yeah. weight is. Yeah, <laughs> I know how water weight is. <laughs> yes, yes. Girl, it's like it's like Mulan carrying those, those oh my two God. buckets up the hill. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it must have been so heavy that by the time like it, all the fountain water was spraying out of the sides of her, out of the head, she was spraying it out of the her wig, girl. Yeah, it was yeah. spraying onto the judges. Like that's how much water. And water pressure she had on this. Like, this was, like, such <laughs> an amazing and historic moment for the drag race runway. Like, I fucking give it up for La Big Bertha. This was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Wow. Yeah. The, the Versailles squirter, she said. <laughs> she called herself the Versailles squirter. <laughs> so good. So good. So fierce. Well, that concludes uh, our very first category. Well, 
that's it for today's episode. This episode was so full and jam-packed full of looks. We're going to do a two-parter. So stay tuned for part two Ooh. of episode three Ooh. of Drag Race France. Oh, part two of episode three of part... What's it? What's it? <laughs> oh, oh, see, we're making it extra long. We're, yes. yes. Okay. Come back. We're like going to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I get Wow. Oh. Mom. To listen to The Chop one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. The Chop is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.